of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Yeah, come on, let's go, man. Hey, good news today. What's that? Most of the Christmas decorations are up in downtown Canton. Oh, Okay, that's how you want to talk about something else. (laughs) Hey, I got news for you. What? Someone hit a skunk right by my house. And every time I drive home, it smells terrible. And that's the good news from yesterday. I was going to say, what's what stinks more? The Browns or the skunk that got hit by your house? Bingo. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the Browns right now after that performance, they had two weeks to prepare with all the momentum in the world coming off that win against the Bengals on Monday night, and they go out and get their asses kicked yesterday, 39-17. to 17. What the hell is going on, Stefanski? Thank you and good night, everyone. Couldn't have said it better Jeez. myself. And, and it's, that... you know, top to bottom, you look at this thing and you wonder, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? What's right. wrong is what we've told them the entire time. We told them in the offseason. You better look at your defensive line. You're getting pushed around. You You don't have defensive tackles. We told them that they're linebackers. Kenny, I can remember about six years ago when I first signed on at this gig, and we were doing a draft show at Jersey's on Fulton Road, and it was you, myself, Joe Paul Masano, and a few others. And I said it then, and I'll say it again today. We need a middle linebacker. They don't want to look at it. We don't have anybody that can knock them off their socks the way somebody hit Nick Chubb yesterday. And by the way, even though Nick Chubb scored a touchdown, he's the only guy that plays hard. He was outplayed by his cousin yesterday, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb makes Miles Garrett look like a rookie. I'm sorry. Uh, did Miles Garrett play yesterday? Well, yeah, his stat sheet, it, well, it's exactly like normal. He had one tackle and a half, an assist. Yeah, uh, he was a non-factor. The defensive line, the interior of that deep, deep just was awful. Rhoda, they were dog crap, as Sindelar used to say. I mean, they, JT. Oh, wait a minute, Kenny, wait. Go ahead. It was hot out. They had their dark jerseys on. It was hot. Yeah, and they were in the sunshine side because that's where they put the visitors and everything. If you would have told me before the game, you said, hey, one team's going to run the ball 33 times for 195 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns and win the game. I would have said Browns are victorious on the road at Miami. Mm-hmm. Eh, wrong. That uh, was the Dolphins with one of the worst run games in the NFL, mm-hmm. carving up that middle of the defensive line of the Cleveland Browns and some guy named Wilson and, and Mozart, uh, the, the pianist, uh, Mozart, uh, ran for over 100 yards or close to it against the Browns yesterday. You're only a bad against the rush, or you're only a bad rushing team when you, when you play against teams that are good against the rush. We're not. So what they do have is, is good head coach, and they have good schemes, and they, lo- they know how to study the tape, and they know how to pr- get ready for a game and an opponent. 
And as we saw in Cincinnati, they didn't want to run the ball. They kept thinking they're going to throw. Anybody that scouts the Browns know that they're really bad against the run. Run the ball against them. It's all you have to do. It worked for Atlanta. It worked for the Jets. It works for everybody. But at certain times, for whatever reason, these head coaches in the NFL can't get out of their own way. Have good head coach, must run ball, run beat ball. Browns. It's that's Simple. Run the ball, opponents. That I mean, really. That, that's what you do if you want to oh, beat the Browns. You, you take away that pass rush on the outside from uh, Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett, and you attack the middle of that line of Tommy Togiai and uh, the, uh, Oprah Winfrey that's in the middle there or whatever. His, oh, nope. he didn't play he was a healthy because scratch. he broke – yeah, mm-hmm. he broke team rules mm-hmm. somehow. There were uh, things all over the Internet. Allegedly, mm-hmm. he was uh, enjoying himself maybe too much in Florida or in recent days. So that's why uh, Winfrey didn't play yesterday. So, uh, and, and your point about the linebackers, uh, you know, uh, you are dead on with it. They are undersized safeties trying to play linebacker they went for speed normally speed kills on offense it does in this case speed doesn't kill because if you're too small and you run up to somebody they're going to run right over you and Mm -hmm. that's what's happening to these browns linebackers sioni taki taki and whoever the hell else is playing linebacker for them years ago you and i were interviewing chris spielman fantastic middle linebacker in college was really good in the nfl as well and the one thing that he told us was the fact that he gave a lot of the credit to his defensive line that made him a good linebacker, which meant they would absorb the block, free him up to go make a tackle. Well, that's not the case here. And the problem is this. Like you said, they're they're undersized. They don't get to the ball. Yeah, they can get sideline to sideline, but by that time, it's too late. And when your defensive ends don't have containment, where were these linebackers yesterday? Were the offensive linemen already to the second level? Because that's their job. You free up the line, you go after the linebacker next, and boom, next thing you know, Mozart just orchestrated. How'd you like that? I like it. Another touchdown run. He did, and it was embarrassing yesterday. They to- Do you realize, stat of the day, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Brian, give me a ding on this. Stat of the day yep. from yesterday's Browns-Dolphins game. The, the Dolphins had nine possessions, I believe. They did not punt once. They scored on seven of their nine mm-hmm. possessions yesterday. They were stopped, mm-hmm. on, I think, on a couple of fourth down plays or whatever it was. They didn't punt yesterday. Their punter right. sat on his ass the entire day mm-hmm. while Tua Tunga Viola and Mozart and, and uh, some other uh, Tyreek Hill and, and uh, who's he had? Waddle and, and some other dude, number 14, caught touchdown passes mm-hmm. in the end zone and uh, beat up on the Browns 39. Right. And this was after. The opening drive, when the Browns went through their defense like a hot knife through butter, and I even tweeted out from jerseys on Fulton, boy, what a great orchestrate, I'll steal your term, orchestrated drive by Stefanski there as they take a 7-0 lead. And then, of course, the defense gave it right back. It was 7-7. But Stefanski is always good on the first series of the game. Yeah, And get rid of that play sheet because you've got to remember how to coach for the remaining portion of the game. And, And it looked as though the Browns came ready to play And the great thing for me was my very first tweet last night was, holy crap, the Browns actually returned the opening kickoff to the 50 with no penalties. No, how about that? I mean, it was just, it looked as though, okay, maybe they came to play. And then the minute Miami went down the field on them, like you said, a knife through hot butter, you could just tell that they weren't ready to answer the bell. They couldn't get back up off the mat. They couldn't absorb that first blow by the Dolphins. And it was really bad 
on the tails, on the heels of that performance on the Monday night game where we thought, hey, maybe they're turning the corner. They're not. It's the same old song and dance. It just is. This team is 3-6 and six, with two games left before Deshaun Watson returns, and those two oh, games are Can he against, play defensive end? Uh, no. Oh, How about defensive rats. tackle? No, mm, he nope. can't play that right. either. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, they've got the Bills next week on the road, oh, yeah. and then Tom Brady – who and Brian? Do you have the um uh, the the uh, the audio I sent you? Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, where they were playing in Germany yesterday, right? Yes. And they beat Seattle. Okay, NFL football game in Germany, and of all the songs for fans to sing at a football game, would you have ever imagined in Germany <laughs> that the fans in Germany during a yeah. timeout sang this song? as good as the Tennessee fight song. Kenny, they wouldn't leave for like an hour after the game. I know. They were singing this, Sweet Caroline. They're having a big old party. You know what they were doing? What? Roger Goodell was there. They were trying to make it look as though, man, this is so big. We miss Europe football. What was the uh, minor league of football that they used to play? NFL Europe? NFL Europe, Is that what it was? Yeah. They want their football back. How about that? They go out of their way to, to, and Roger Goodell never gets any love in the United States. So over there in Germany, they're thinking, "Hey, they let's smart. suck up to this guy. They should have booed him." Songs, uh, yeah, they should. He'd have felt right great, at home. Right? <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, so Tom Brady, they're finding their footing now. They're five and five. Of course, the Bills are going to be pissed off next week because they've lost two in a row yep. in a crazy game with the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. So they ain't winning next week at Buffalo. Sorry, that ain't happening. And so you possibly are staring at three and eight when Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. comes back at Houston right. on December fourth, JT. And if they're three and eight, their season is over. Stick a fork in them. They are done if that's their record. Do you think they had this whole thing to do over again? Now, think about this. They told us when they made the move or they started thinking about really making a move for Deshaun Watson, it happened a year ago in October. Now, whether or not you wanted to keep Baker Mayfield or not, and they would have gone in a different direction, if that were the case, it was five or six months until they really got things rolling for the following season, being this season right now. If that were the case, shouldn't they start thinking about replacing the coach? Or are they just willing to say, well, we made a mistake. We didn't think Deshaun Watson was going to be suspended for 11 games. It's not Stefanski's fault we're at this predicament at 3-6. and six. Because if you think right. about it, a couple of things that we thought this team were going to be was, one, really good defensively. They're lousy. They're not getting any better anytime soon. But we also thought that if, 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 Brissett could keep the seat warm, so to speak, for maybe four to six games, we'd be in pretty decent shape. And for the most part, he's played fairly well, with the exception of third down. See, the problem with this team is the entire offense goes to pot when they hit third and long. And Brissett holds onto the ball too long, and nothing good happens on third and long with this offense. And they can't run the ball early. Told you this last week. When they can't run the ball early, We don't have a passing game because the plays take too long to develop. Every third down, it's like a fire alarm, and everybody's just running around. And the next thing you know, this kid's getting the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, this offense, um, you sit there, 
and they tease you with the Cincinnati game, right? 44 runs, 22 passes, good defensive game, and then they come out and have two weeks Only when and they're prepare ahead. for Miami. Only and when they're ahead. They were ahead, though. They that, were ahead 7 nothing. Yeah, that didn't count. They were ahead for 20 seconds. Once Miami got the ball back, it was tied. They have to be ahead by 10 points. Yeah. If they're not ahead and don't have their way and can't force a three and out, that entire game plan goes to hell. And I'm really going to give myself an A-plus right now for keeping this clean, this entire conversation. I mean, it's hard not to use the language that I'm thinking of, and I keep stopping myself. Yeah, but that's what a team like that does to someone that likes to follow the game of football and understands how to prepare for an opponent. What happens with this team? I have no idea. And it starts at the top. And if you say, you know, Stefanski gets a pass – well, then let's go above him. Let's go to Andrew Barry. Mm-hmm. Andrew Barry knew in the offseason what? Their defensive line, the middle of it, was terrible. He did absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to address that, right? Right, right? Who drafted the linebackers? Yeah, you guessed it, Andrew Barry. Mm-hmm. So the two biggest weaknesses of this team are linebacker and defensive line, defensive tackle, middle of the defensive line. That's on Andrew Barry, uh, Paul D. Podesta, and the rest of the Ivy League guys that are up there, uh, you know, in their Ivy League tower, right. looking down on everybody, saying we're smarter than everybody else. Well, yeah, you're three and six, okay? And don't give me this, Deshaun Watson. Oh, we'd be totally well. You might have another win or two, but teams would still be able to run on you and run over you like they've been doing, whether Deshaun Watson was the quarterback or not. And, and this team is an absolute mess right now, and mm. you got to wonder. Uh, you know, uh, I, I pulled it up. Hold on. Let me find it, JT. There's a website here that does um, projections. Here it is. Teamrankings.com. This is their updated projections on the Cleveland Browns. Browns now are projected to finish 6-11. Their chance of making the playoffs is 3%. Their power ranking number is 23rd in the league out of 32 they're expected to go 3-5 and five in the last eight games. Okay, how the hell are they going to win three games? Okay, Houston, mm. New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. Maybe those are the three games they're thinking uh, that they could win. They ain't beating Buffalo. They ain't beating Tampa Bay. They ain't beating Baltimore. Right. Cincinnati's finally going to realize run the ball again. They ain't beating Cincinnati. So maybe it's those three games. I don't know, but th- mm. this team right now uh, is, is as bad as you're going to find in the NFL. It's unfortunate that the trade deadline has passed because if it were yeah. me, I would start breaking this thing up right now. And you start thinking about it, and you saw it yesterday. You saw a guy like Bradley Chubb with a high motor and what he brings to a defense, and he's only been there for two weeks. Broncos sent Chubb as well as a fifth-round pick in the 2025 draft to the Dolphins for a first-round pick next April, fourth-round pick in 2024, and a running back in Chase Edmonds. Now, my point is this. We know we don't have any first-round picks, but the thing is this. You think about it right now. You better start getting some draft capital back, and you better start contemplating trying to trade Miles Garrett in this offseason as far as everyone thinks that his value is still worthy of being one of the top players in a league. I'm sorry. From what I've seen, it just isn't. It might show up on a Monday night football game once a season. But for me, and we've been saying this for three years now, if they think, and everyone else in the world thinks his value is so high, then you've still got too many holes to fill. You better get something for him while you can. What good, he, what, what good is it? Let's say he is good, Kenny. What yeah. good is it having, if we're going to call him the best defensive end in the league, 
just for argument's sake right now, what good is it having him on this team and he gets nothing done? If they feel that his value and they'll overpay for him is out there, then take advantage of it right now. Who is he talking about when he made this post-game statement yesterday? All right? Quoting Miles Garrett after the loss to the Dolphins. Doesn't matter if you're ready to run through a wall if it's in the wrong direction. Is he talking about his head coach? Is he talking about his defensive coordinator? Is he talking about uh, the, the general manager? Who's he talking about? It doesn't matter if you're ready to run through a wall if it's in the wrong direction. Did he steal that from uh, uh, Freddie Kitchens? Is that one of Freddie Kitchens' uh, comments all, from a few years ago when you're on the train or you're not on the train, choo-choo and all that crap? Here's a guy that couldn't make it through one of those paper breakthroughs when the, when the football teams come out onto the field. He would dance with it like he does every tackle in the league that's not playing against him on a Monday night game, okay? If he is saying that about one of his coaches and you're getting paid the kind of money that he is to be the leader of this team, just come out and say it. What are they going to do? You're past the trade deadline anyway. The only time they can get rid of him, they're not going to cut him in the middle of the season. You wait right. till it's over with. If you want to start throwing haymakers at somebody, be honest with us and tell us what you're feeling. Tell us what's missing. Tell us who's making the mistake. Is it Joe Woods? I don't believe it is anymore. I believe I Joe Woods has been dealt a hand he can't possibly win with. Look at those tackles. I'm Look tired of those... hearing that about him. That was three years Kenny. ago we heard that. It's three years later it. we heard that. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I get think it, Joe Kenny. Woods needs to get cut. That's fine, but where's the talent on that Fired. defense? Where is it? You can't well, blame talent. every coach. When you don't have the talent, you can't win. How do you know, though? Because you've got two pro bowlers on that defense. Now, granted. They're not playing well right now. Is it because they're not playing well as individuals or is Woods not using them the right way and Denzel Ward in Miles Garrett, okay? That's what I, that that's where I doubt Joe Woods. I, I wonder if he's doing the right things like, what's his name, uh, come get Kenny. some, Greg Williams did a, a few years ago. Denzel Ward, been uh, with the exception of yesterday, he had missed the last three games due to concussion. Uh, as far as being an all-pro or a pro bowler in Miles Garrett, the problem is this. That defense, when you go to the all-22 film, that interior line's getting blown off the ball. We don't have any interior linemen. And I got news for you. It didn't stop with the defensive interior line. The offensive interior line was just as bad. That was a reason you couldn't run the ball. This team is lousy top to bottom, and it's not just the coaching. I think it's a talent question. Talent evaluation has got to be held accountable in a situation where you had no push up front. I've told you a million times. You have to build a good football team from the inside out. It starts with the offensive line and defensive line. And when you get no push up front, Tua had all day long to throw last night. The only time that he didn't, I think they got a sack when the snap was snapped almost over his head. He fell down on it. Tag, you're down. That goes down as half a sack. This team right now is an absolute mess. And Terrible. so we're, we're, we're going to see what happens next week at Buffalo. I think it could be as ugly as it was this week uh, at Ooh. Miami. I really do. I, I really do. But the good news, if you want to talk football, right? You want to talk Ohio State? Don't we have uh, um, uh, Jeff Logan coming up to talk we'll, Ohio State? We'll talk Buckeye football. In fact, we'll get you some high school scores. And here's what you missed over the weekend. Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. I found this out. I bet you don't know about it either. What? Bruce Springsteen tonight on The Tonight Show. Tonight, 
tomorrow night and Wednesday. Call the boss. Bruce Springsteen will be on The Tonight Show tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Bruce Springsteen tonight on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. That's right. All right. I, I got it marked. I'm going to set my recorder or my, D, what is it, the, the YouTube thing. I'm going to do that. If you missed it, Deshaun Watson was cleared to practice today and significant step to his return to the NFL following the 11-game suspension. Watson will be cleared to start December 4th at Houston. Browns won't practice until Wednesday because it only takes two and a half practices to get blown out by Buffalo on Sunday. <laughs> How do you give them the entire week off? Well, no, this is normal. This is a normal week. How do you not go in there, study film, try to correct things? They oh, are. They Stefanski said it, they need to fix what needs to be fixed. Oh, I feel better now. Okay. All right. Well, they watched film today, I'm sure. If you missed it, Cavs can't hold on Friday night and lose to the Warriors 106 to 101. Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen were both out yesterday versus the Timberwolves. So I'm wondering if it wasn't just trying to kickstart Darius Garland's play. He went off for 51 yesterday, but they dug themselves in a big hole, and they lose to the Timberwolves 129-124. to 124. They take on the Bucks Wednesday night at 8. Cavaliers have now lost four straight. Yeah, they're now 8-5, and five, and they were down 24, got it to within three, had the ball with six seconds left, and threw it away. Nice nice uh, out-of-bounds play, JB. Yeah, he looked like uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, he did. It was partially <laughs> tipped and fell incomplete. If you missed it, new AP college football rankings are out. Top five teams look like this. Tennessee at five, TCU at four. Michigan is number three. The Ohio, oh, the world famous Ohio State Buckeyes at number two. And the number one team in the land, Georgia Bulldogs. The college football playoff committee's rankings come out tomorrow. Yeah, I expect everything to stay the same. If you missed it, top five movies at the box office over the weekend. Number five, Smile. Number four, I just love saying it, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Number three, Ticket to Paradise. Number two, Black Adam. And the number one movie brought in $180 million. What? Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Wow, $180 million. Over the weekend. That's some serious cash, man. Buku dinero. I would have rather gone to see that movie than have to spend time watching the Browns yesterday. Absolutely, 100% agree. If you missed it, Floyd Mayweather Jr. fought YouTuber... Dejai Olantunji, I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name, in an eight-round exhibition match Sunday in the United Arab Emirates. Mayweather is 45, and he said this, these people want to be entertained, and that's what we gave them. So apparently, YouTube is now boxing's AAA affiliate. Even if he go the distance, he's going to whoop his A. Boxing. Boxing, yeah. That's why I pay hardly any attention to it whatsoever. Hey. I looked at some of the video clips of it. Yeah. Mayweather can still bring it. He doesn't want to take a real fight, right. though, because he's undefeated, <laughs> and he doesn't want his record uh, to possibly uh, have a loss Let's on see it. See if I can find somebody else off the streets. Here's yeah. Brian with the high school football playoff scoreboard. Hey, we got the uh, matchup we expected as Maslin Lake are going to square off for the Region 7 final Friday. The Tigers overcame some early sloppiness. And end up beating Big Walnut 42-21. to 21. Big Walnut! Big. <laughs> That's their theme song. Is it? Sounds okay. like a grocery store, doesn't it? It does. Hey, mm-hmm. milk is on sale today at Big Walnut. One more time. <laughs> One more time. Ham, 269. Uh, wait, wait, what is it? Ham, 269 a pound at Big Walnut. <laughs> 
And uh, Lake, uh, they lost our running back, Matt Solberger, to an ankle injury. Second play of the game. So Will Butler, who's like their running quarterback, lined up a tailback, came up big. So did the defense. Lake beat Westerville South 16-7. to Now, Saturday, we lost Canton South. Uh, they put up 35, but uh, Jefferson put up 49. So Ooh. they lost that track meet. And West Branch got a battle from Bookdale again, but uh, West Branch wins 41 to 33. Do you want to, uh, some other matchups of interest? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, region 1 is going to be Lakewood, St. Ed's, and Menor. Yeah, Menor. Oh, Chuck Kyle's out. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck's out, and Medina beat Menor earlier this year. Menor turned the tables on him, upset him this week. I asked you about that game last week. Yep. Yep, I know. Uh, Told you Edge, though. Edge is the yeah. team. Watch out. They're, they're pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Ho- Hoban's going to take on Hudson for the Region 5 championship. Right. So that yeah. Division 2 goes through Hoban. Uh, Indian Valley won again, but they got Steubenville in Region 15 and those mighty Mogador Wildcats taking on number one Kirtland. That's going to be a good one Kenny. in itty-bitty schools. <laughs> What's that? And finally, Kenny. You're good. What? What are you laughing at? Oh, give us the final Hail Mary of the weekend. Go ahead. Oh, geez. You ready for this? <laughs> Got one minute. Go Our alma mater, Baldwin oh, yeah. Wallace, had lost oh. 26 games in a row to the Mountain Union Purple Raiders. Well, this was the final game of the regular season. It was at <laughs> Trestle Field at George Finney Stadium, and Baldwin Wallace fell behind 17 to nothing in the first half, came all the way back for a 21-17 lead late in the game only to have Mount Union, and this is what they're calling it now, throw the Mount Union miracle at (laughs) Finney Stadium. Ball is tipped by a defender from Baldwin Wallace. And I I kid you not, he tips it, it bounces off his helmet, falls backwards five yards into the hands of a Mountain Union wide receiver. Mm. They catch the ball, score a touchdown as time runs out. Mountain Union 23, Baldwin Wallace 21. That's 27 straight losses to the Purple Raiders. Yeah, but the good news is this. Captain Crunch is on sale for $3.50 a box this week at Big (laughs) Walnut. (laughs) It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.